Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. DC Universe. Welcome to another episode of Straight Outta Gotham, episode 41. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. <laughs> we would love you to check uh BatmanPodcastNetwork.com and check out all the other great shows we have over there. I am your co-host from the other side of the Hudson River, a senior contributor to Batman on Film. I am Peter Vera, and today we're recording on May 16th, 2021. As always, we have a great show for you today. But before we uh, get into the good stuff, I'd like you, all the faithful listeners, to take the time to rate and review the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts so you enter our monthly contest. We have a contest uh, winner. We haven't done a show in a while. It's, we've been in a little hiatus uh, due to uh, Bautista Fest, which is an amazing crawfish festival in new jersey <laughs> um, uh it's really it's an exclusive festival it was very small this year because of covid and it was very uh socially distanced very well so uh bautista fest was crazy uh we wish you all could have been there it was uh it was an amazing experience uh now let me introduce you to my partner in crime my co-host the man who is the inspiration for the islanders fisherman logo ladies and gentlemen a fellow batman on film contributor Eric Holzman. <sighs> no. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Yes. Yes. Shout out to the Islanders, of course. Winning today. Game yeah, one. Was... Defeat the Arms. Penguins in overtime. Four to three. So, yes. But that logo, uh, I, it, it wasn't I received well. That logo. I love that it's logo. not received well at all. <laughs> I love that logo. So. Uh, I love that logo. They were talking about bringing it back for a little while. They should. Here, but, um. Yeah, a lot of the fans hate it. It, it represents a really it. bad time in the history of the I team. think the jersey's a little much with the waves and everything on like the bottom and maybe around the shoulder area. But the, I think ch- the logo is actually pretty solid. Yeah, then they changed the color scheme too. It was that lighter orange and like that mm. teal or like that aqua blue, I guess, at the time. It also kind of made me think of like, I know what you did that summer or last summer. <laughs> yeah. And I was a kid around that time. So it was around that time. I was like, okay, cool. These like wet trench coach guys are scary. When in like, reality. Like, so like, so like. <laughs> So the Islanders logo was like, oh, I get it. Yeah, he's a scary trench coat guy. Hockey, yeah, cool. Okay, physical. I got it. It's like you know, like, <laughs> and in so, reality, it was the Gordon yeah. Fisherman, <laughs> which are good too. I mean, and I, I gotta say, I do think the fish stick chant is pretty genius. For it was at the time, I have Ranger fans, credit, credit well is due. I give him credit for that one, but um, yeah, no, I love that logo, and I'm glad you were able to contribute to Long Island in such a fashion. Um, it's just, it just goes to show everyone like how great of a, like just representation and ambassador you are to Long Island <laughs> that they would you know, use you as inspiration for the fishermen. So I just, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the equivalent, I think of getting like a statue to be honest, like in through a period of time, your face is the Islander logo. Like it's just, <laughs> I, I don't know to me. It just, for what? Four seasons, I think it lasted. That's Five that's a good period of time, right? Oh, I guess. I don't know. You were the logo. It's not something I look like. Um, you and Jerry on. West are the logo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am on the same level as Jerry West. Of yeah, course. that's what I'm saying. Like Eric Holzman, the champion of Long Island. Like here oh, he is. Boy. Oh the boy, the Hempstead Hammer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the Hempstead Hammer. What? The okay. Mignola Mauler. Okay, now I'm getting wrestling names, and here we go. <laughs> so anyway, you did bring up Bautista Fest, which I had a had the pleasure of going to. Was this your first Bautista Fest? It was my first yeah. one, yeah. And guys, let me tell you, Pete threw down, man. He threw down that day. <laughs> In so many ways you can throw down, Pete threw down. He- <laughs> I, did. I just, I, 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 it was fun. There was lots of beverages. Adults, beverages to be exact. There was tons of food. We did have a lot to eat. He had 30 pounds of crawfish, guys. It was really good. Mussels and clams and shrimp 
everything. That was really Plaza good. And, yeah. Man, it was good. And I mm-hmm. brought – I did break, bring something. The I brought, Gotham City Wings, which were good. Yes, I brought they the Gotham They weren't black. Wings. They looked like – almost <laughs> like gangrene. But well, no. See, what happened they were was – good. Happened I didn't was, work. The recipe called for this black gel food coloring, which I used, but it, it <clears throat> couldn't really tell anything. I don't want so black chicken wings. I know so I put bat a wings, couple but... drops of blue because I'm like Batman wears blue too, so it'll work. And yeah, that's why the <laughs> that's why the the chicken had that little bluish tint on it. Okay. <laughs> but but yeah, man. Um, Bill Ramey, obviously the editor in chief Batman on film, got that book. He sent me the recipe, so I was going to Pete's event. And I'm like, you know what? I'll make them. Um, yeah, it was, they were pretty good. I have to say, um, very, very good. Everything was good, man. You did a great job. It was great. It was a fun time. It was small. It was, it was nice. First time meeting your friends, some of your friends. and Outside everyone, the back. Obviously not Andy, who I've met before. but, uh, <laughs> but everyone That's else. an experience in itself. Yes. But everyone else, uh, very, very nice people. Very I think, welcoming. I think actually if the world was normal, I think Reno would have came down. <laughs> he might have. He might have. It's only like. Half hour farther from New York City. Yeah, like he could have taken the train there. Um, There's to various the city. hotels I could have even in town. He could have stayed at even. Yeah, he could stay at the house if we got hammered. But yeah, he might have. That's a good call. If we weren't in a pandemic, I think Reno might have graced you with his presence. Yeah. So well, Reno well, next Tisha summer Fest is known to do things like that. Next summer, the invitation is there. We should yeah. be much more open. By Hopefully, then. fingers crossed. Yes. Relaxed and relaxed. Yes. And <clears throat> we have our – you want to announce the contest winner now, Pete? Yes, we do. I do. Yes, we have. Various forms of the answer, yes. <laughs> um, we have ourselves a review for the month of April. And uh, because we were on uh, Bautista Fest hiatus, which is the Strait of Gotham New Year, um, <laughs> we have uh, – we're just late reading it. So um, – Five-star review, uh, more like straight out of awesome. Matthew Putes, I uh, apologize if I butchered your name, from the BOF group. I am not new to Peter Vera or Eric Holzman, as I also hear them tickle your ears with their sweet, sweet voices talking about Batman. Twice this being the second podcast about Batman Peter is on. Uh, as someone who now owns all the Burton Schumacher pops, practically because Peter did a review on the ice suit. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, Matthew, for contributing uh, to uh, various forms of Strata Gotham Media. Uh, follow our adventures everywhere. Appreciate the kind review. Um, please reach out to us on Twitter uh, or on Facebook, and uh, we will exchange addresses, and we will mail you your prize pack. Uh, you have 30 days from this recording, so May 16th. You mean uh, June 16th? This is June. Well, no, we're in May. Yep, so you, you have until June sixteenth. Sorry about that. <laughs> yep, I was like, wait, hold on, this is May, right? We are in May, yes. All right, he got me. Shazam. Um, <laughs> cool. So yeah, Matt, uh, reach out to us. Thanks for the great review. Appreciate everything you do, and uh, you know, you're you're a cool, dude. Thank yeah, you. Matt is someone who I've interacted with many times, either on BOF or on our page on Facebook. So Matt, thanks again, man, and uh, use your prize well. Mm-hmm. Use it well. All right, so we've been it's been a long time since we've been together, so a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of things have happened. Um one of the things that happened though is I actually finally saw Godzilla versus Kong. Whew. <laughs> it's so, crazy cuz I already talked about this with Lauer, I think like the weekend it came out, but it's, uh it's, here we go. Like I'd love to talk to you about it. I've been dying to, so just pumped. Dude, what did you think? I I enjoyed it. Um I had heard a lot of negative things going in from various people, not just people who we know, but my sister saw it and she, with her, with my nephews. And she was like, Eric, it's the most, the most terrible movie that's ever been made. <laughs> so, is your sister a kaiju fan or she just no, kind of she is not. She, is not. she just went into it hoping to see a Godzilla movie. And She went into it because my nephew is now 10 and he was like, mom, I want to go see Godzilla. So she took him and some of his friends to see it. So, um, and then afterwards, I remember talking to her and I was like, that wasn't that bad. So it was good. I mean, it was a similar, it's similar to the other one. Um, what is the other one? Um, what's it called? God monster. 
the one King before of the King of the Monsters, yeah. It's similar to that in the respect that the human storyline is the weaker part of it, right? Like that's the weaker part of the entire um movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Millie Brown, whatever her name is. I don't like her character, I guess. I didn't I'm with you, I don't either. Um and that part I think kind of weighs down the rest of what's going on. It it has a purpose to it, as we know, because towards the end there that's a big part of what happens. And her her storyline takes you there. But it was so outrageous that she's what, sixteen? How old is she in this? Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, she's she's in school. She's this (laughs) young kid and her father like has no idea that she's doing all this stuff. He tells her to stay. The great Kyle Chandler. I'm a big Kyle Chandler fan, so I thought he was horrible on King of Monsters. Well, yeah, I mean, he this movie is is not good. In either was the other one. Like, it's not a right. good thing for him. It's not a good story. But um, yeah, like her whole storyline was just outrageous to me. Like she she, she could do whatever the hell she wants. The kids was outrageous. Like she could do whatever the hell she that, wants. Dude, that kid, her friend, he reminded me. He reminds me of Rebel Wilson so much. Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Why? Because he talks like her, he just survived. Like he sounds oh. like her, and I, and I just and I just see Rebel Wilson when I look at him. I'm like, oh my god, he looks like he looks like a dude version of Rebel Wilson. It's just funny, and I'm like, oh man. But uh, did you did you feel that too? Cool. Like that part of with the black guy, I can't remember his name. Uh yeah, the, yeah, the, he was the he was all about conspiracies and everything. Right. Uh, it, it, sometimes it was cringeworthy. Sometimes it worked, but it was there little enough to the point where it didn't bother me. Okay. Um, I, I did not like King of the Monsters. You know, like I, it's not that I didn't like it. Like I just like, all right, satisfactory. Like I don't hate it, but it's I was like, ah, this isn't my favorite. And I like Darty as a director and those other stuff. So I'm like, I was kind of disappointed by it. And I think this is better than that. It was. Um, I don't think like you say the human elements weak. It, it is. It's not as like still like I feel like the gold standard is like Skull Island. Like that human element's really strong. And then you throw in the 2014 Godzilla, which I really dig that human element, even when like as little as Cranston's in the movie. Like I really love it. I love that stuff. That's just me. And a lot of people don't like that. They, they don't like the slow burn. They want to see Godzilla. And to me, it worked. So sorry. But um, just just me personally. But yeah, so like I like most of them. But like I was like, this is like serviceable. Like this movie could have been a horrible, horrible mess. But I think where it ended, I think it put both characters at a point where um, we can get a sequel. I'm dying. I love this version of Kong, man. I really was rooting for him the whole movie. You know, like when they're on the the aircraft carrier and he's locked in. I'm like, God damn it. Release him. Let him go. He can't breathe. I'm like, <laughs> someone sound like a PETA activist. Free Kong. <laughs> you know, like, so like, I'm just, I love this version of Kong and I want to see more of him. I think it really set up him up really well and. You know, I thought Mechagodzilla was in it for the perfect amount of the movie. Um, it was sometimes yeah. just too f- sci-fi, too far. And I was like, wow. Was like, well, like, too much per- Pacific Rim mixed in with this and that. And I was like, you know what? Like, for, for the amount of time he was actually in the movie, I was like, it's fine. Like, it was cool. It didn't bother me too much. Now, that – the angle – I mean, I'm not as well-versed in these, so I'm going to ask you. Is that part where they go, I, like, I guess to the core, through the core – I think that's all new. That's that's, yeah, that's new, new to me. Like I'm not, I'm no real Godzilla expert, but I right. have been watching some of them and like hyped up, touching on building my own hype to the movie. Um, right. And like one point, Mecha Godzilla was like, <laughs> he came from outer space. At one point, he was like mm-hmm. government built. Right. So like, there it's all over the place. There's like, I don't know, I don't know what you would say is definitive, but okay. I thought this was serviceable, and. I'd rather him be in the movie this little amount for this one movie than him being like essentially the main villain, you know, like not for the whole movie or half a movie, but like it was a nice little portion. I thought it worked perfectly, but like, I want to, I would like to see guns, another Godzilla movie, like solo Godzilla. I don't know who he would fight. Um, but, um, I enjoyed this. Like, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a good time. Yeah. I don't know what the plan is for the future. Of the franchise, like I, uh, I, I know there's a there's remember there's a sequel. I believe the working title is Son of Kong. So at least King Kong's moving forward. I'm sure someone's just got to come up with an idea for Godzilla. It it, it, it leaves it open. I mean, I would it does. Much, I just don't know who, who, like sometimes he can fight out some really crazy space monsters. So I don't know if you want to do something like that. That would be cool if you want to do kind of like a modernized kaiju, like you know 
film well, like that. Two, I mean, two basic like T Rexes fighting each other. <laughs> well, it has been. I mean, the whole the whole thing yeah, like, has I been would, a modernized for something like that. I don't know, like spec, space mecha Godzilla crazy monster creation. Like I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, but it was it was definitely enjoyable. I mean, I wasn't sitting there like a waiting for it to yeah. end. No, it was I great. Was, I was invested. So yeah, it was good. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen it yet, def- if you like that kind of stuff, let me just put it that way. If you like these kinds of movies, I think that yeah. it's definitely made for those fans. So give it a shot. Go give it a watch if you haven't seen it yet. I don't think it's on HBO Max anymore. I think it was the first 30 days and they pull it off. So it'll probably I, be back I, when the I, DVD so Blu-ray is released. When that comes back, it'll probably yeah, go back. I buy, I'll buy it. But yeah, it was very, very good. So moving on. Um Another movie came out that I actually did a show. I was on with the Let's Go guys to discuss my reaction to this one, but I, we haven't talked about it, so we could talk about it now. But sure, and, uh, it was Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay, okay. And that uh, movie. <laughs> well, Pete, you go. I gave my feelings there, so you go ahead and um, tell me what you thought. It was okay. Um, it could have been a whole lot worse. It was bet- way better than Annihilation. Um, I still like the 95 version better. Uh, it was cool. I thought they spent way too much time with a non-video game character, whatever that guy name, his name was. Way too much time with him. Um, I thought everybody looked cool. I enjoyed Kano. I enjoyed Jax. Jimmy Olsen was a fan of that. I enjoyed that. Um, the sub I was wondering what they were going to do with Scorpion. I thought he was going to turn, I thought he was maybe going to possess that new guy at some point, but he didn't. Uh, sub zero was cool. Uh, I liked seeing Lao in there from the dark Knight. Um, uh, Kung Lao was fun to see. Uh, it was, it was enjoyable. Um, Melina was in there, right? Uh, she was scary as hell. Uh, Goro the cool still prefer 95s a little bit better, but I thought it was fun there. That fight was cool, even though I don't know the big fan of that character. But, um, yeah, I just you know, it's weird there was no real tournament. Uh, but I thought they put it in a position where a sequel could be made going forward in an actual tournament, and uh, we'll see where it goes. But you know, I, I, I'm interested, I would like to see more if they're confident enough to make it another one. I'm all for it. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, will I rewatch it sometime soon? Maybe not, but will I rewatch it? Hundred percent. At some point, I will. Well, um, I agree with you on one thing: the '95 version is better. Um, and that could also just be because I was younger at the time, and <laughs> it just feels more like a Mortal you know. Kombat game brought to life. Yes. It feels like an actual like if that first game where it's like you know it focuses on like the minimal amount of players and they interact right. with the other guys and it's quick and. I don't know. It, it, it's it's perfect in my opinion. Like it still is. Like in terms yeah. of Mortal Kombat, like it's 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 perfect for what it is. Yeah, that was the I I remember that was like that during the time where the game was like super popular and they yeah. you know yeah. came out the movie came out and everyone went crazy for it and it was so much. But it was it was weird and um like what's the word different? But I, that worked at the time, especially that had the techno music. everything about that film worked at that time period and it was good um this one i agree with you to some respect about the cole character i think that's his name cole uh and then he finally get. and what's the thing that they called that they had to get to get their powers it was some yeah that was interesting that was was an interesting twist on it that i didn't get Uh, yeah Um, yeah, i loved the scorpion sub-zero stuff i thought that was done mm-hmm. excellent like that's my mm-hmm. favorite part of the entire film their yeah. their um storyline mm-hmm. but um yeah you don't see shang sung i mean do much like no he just kind of floats in and out and he lets yep. his minions do his dirty work um yep. kano's buddy was i mean melina's death i think it was melina's death right yeah that was awesome there's um, some good ones in there yeah <clears throat> um, we're like was kind of upset we didn't get any babalities <laughs> But uh, uh but no, okay. I um, and let's be—I mean, I'm don't care. We're spoiling this. People should have seen it by now. Uh, it does set up for a second one, like the end of the film. Yeah, leads into the second one. Yeah, I'd be down to see another one. I'd be, so I, I would, you know, hopefully they make some improvements. But um, yeah, like, improvements can be made on everything. So I wish some better actors would sign on. That's one thing I. Yeah, it's Mortal Kombat. I know, but 
like you said, we got the guy, the two, um, the Sub Zero and um, Scorpion guys. Those two guys I know. Uh, mm-hmm. What's it called? From other films, like they've been in other things that I've seen before. So, uh, I like that storyline. I'd like to see more of that. Sub Zero was always my favorite character, anyway. In the game. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of like I was a big like I don't know I would call them like the color palette characters like Sub Zero, Scorpion, Reptile, Smoke. Reptile, yeah, you know, like those guys. I was a big fan of those guys. Yes, that would be a cool like if they wanted to do a spinoff just about those characters. I think that'd be kind of cool just for movie focusing. On. I I didn't like how reptile was again like a giant lizard. I I, I prefer oh, like tradi- like you know yeah. reptile at least in, in in that costume, but that's just me. But like whatever. but it did do pretty well box office wise related to obviously the time period we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm almost positive we're going to get a sequel for it. That'd be nice. I, I I'll totally support a sequel. I, you know, like I said, I, I I like I like the foundation. I think there's something. I think it's something they can build on. I don't think you can make. I don't know how you could stretch this out into eight movies like the Fast and the Furious, but I think you can get at least like two, two extra. I think there's enough characters. Yeah, I'm sure. I I just don't know how much. Like you know, I mean, I don't know. Uh, If you can, if you can do Fast and Furious stuff, like more power to you because that's like you know that's exactly what studios want. Yeah, that's coming too. Oh, anyway. (laughs) <laughs> what is it is it f9 f10 what is it now f9 up to nine. okay all right i gotta re- dude i gotta rewatch the first one's still my favorite i would say i actually like two a lot i like the two. first one is the most realistic one i will say, I will say that I, I, I like the second one a lot too i'm not gonna lie i like the second one uh the fantastical nature of the series has gotten more and more each each subsequent film so, uh, but I don't think it got fantastical until Tokyo, until after Drift. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like it started to pick up there, and now the first, just, the first three are pretty solid. Now it's just ridiculous. Now it's just whatever. But it's fun. I enjoy them. They're my. It's mindless fun for me. I don't have to think too much about what's going on. So, and you got The Rock. Very good. Yeah, dude, I'm pumped for The Rock to be in Black Adam. I'm so excited. The Rock's in the DC universe. <laughs> that's true. So yeah. Right. But next topic, next topic. What's next? What's next? Well, we're right. Yes, we uh, there are a couple of series that ended um recently, both based on comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with Falcon and Winter Soldier because we kind oh, of dude. discussed this a little bit um, during our other shows. So, um, oh I know oh. my feelings about the series. So, Pete, go ahead and oh, tell people how you felt. I loved it. It was it was it was the most amazing thing I've ever watched on a streaming service. Oh, it's oh my god! Not. Oh yes, it is. Stop it! It's beautiful. No, I, I agree. I loved it. Go to hell! It's amazing. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. There's a lot of heart. There's a lot of emotion. It's it's just real. And like at the end, I was like, I was like, God damn you, Sam! You're freaking amazing. I love you. You know, he flies in and he's got. The suit looks good, except some, it kind of has got like that bat fleck thing where his like chest and pec area are really puffy in certain shots. So like I was like, okay, but like he looks great, and they did some great things with the suit, with the dome and the wings. Really fantastic stuff. Sam looked great. Nobody earned it more than Sam, and it's just it's beautiful to see. And even the U.S. agent stuff was great. I just, uh, dude, I love the show. I love the show. I think it's perfect. It's so amazing. The Civil War side, I love the Captain America stuff in the MCU. It it really like it's it's my favorite stuff. Uh, I mean, Winter Soldier, First Avenger, Fal- uh, Falcon, and Winter Soldier, and then Civil War. Like I just I love this stuff. It's I I can it's so good. I mean, Bucky and Zemo and and Sharon. Like oh my god, you're kidding me. I, I I did I did I loved it. I think I think it's amazing. It's so beautiful. I love every minute of it. All right, we're I mean, obviously, guys, we're talking about the whole thing. I don't care spoilers or not because this has been out for a few weeks now, and everyone has seen it. I'm sure who wants to see it has already seen this. So, what did you think of the the twist at the end? Did you know it was going to be Sharon? No, I had no idea. You didn't. Really? I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So I was like, is Sharon a bad guy? Like, I don't know how I feel about that, but let me see how it plays out. But I was like, oh, I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, dude, Sharon. God, I, I turned like Ozzy Osbourne. Sharon. <laughs> yeah, I was just so shocked. I was like, Sharon. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, 
I'll say this. I, I did love but it. No, I loved it. I think this show's great. It's like one of my most favorite MCU things ever. Like, I think it's <laughs> Nico got mad at me because I said the show is perfect, but like, I think it's absolutely gorgeous and good. My only nitpick for the entire show, swear to God, honestly, everything in the whole goddamn show. My only nitpick is when they're fighting on top of the trucks. It looks it's horrible CGI, but that's it. Outside of that, it's it's so perfect. But like, I can nitpick something too, but it's like it's stupid why the show's perfect. Leave it alone. All right, there was there was a couple of things that um, bothered me. One being that. After everything John Walker did at the end, they were like, "Okay, cool, we're friends now. Let's go." That was kind of kind of weird. Um, how they ended well, with that's that, basically in line with Civil War. Okay. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think also um, we didn't have enough Zemo. I would have liked more of him. You didn't think there was enough? I did I not. Zemo, I thought Zemo got a way so ton of screen time. Felt, and um, Daniel Brühl was great. Like, oh, he's it was so so oh. awesome to see him continuing the character from Civil War. Now we got it, um, and it was just awesome to see. Uh, the the twist with Sharon, I kind of knew was coming. Um, How did you know she was broker? Because I thought it was way too convenient, I guess. That's probably the one thing I'll say about it, that I just thought it was way too convenient that, oh, here she is, and she's going to help them. She's a just, spy. And she helps them doing do things that I guess. would lead into what um, – I'm forgetting her name now. Um, I forget her name. The one who was in Fist Nest from she played to Marvel, Brie Larson. No, oh god, I can't think of her name. Anyway, um, the one that Sam was trying to help, the bat, the leader of the the Flag Smashers. What was her name? Uh, Kate, uh, was it Kayla? I don't remember. Anyway, it was just too convenient. Like, I just felt like everything with that was way too convenient, very well plotted out. I loved, um, I loved having the the Wakanda connection there with Bucky and having yeah that was good you know, stuff th- that was good stuff in the show. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll say, Marvel always does well, and I mean we can argue if you want, but they always do plot things very well so that they they, they make sense as time yeah. goes on. Like you, you get your payoffs, um, even though people will say WandaVision you didn't get your payoffs. I think that's just your own reading into what you thought the end was going to be. I hate people. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, this show, I was looking forward to it. I remember I was talking about before it started, we both were really looking forward to it. And it definitely paid the bills for me. Like everything that I wanted out of it was good. I had the few nippicky things I just named, but it sets it up for the future. And not shortly after this, we got an announcement that Captain America 4 was in production. Or, Boom. Let's go, baby. Can't so, wait. Let's yeah, do so it. Can't wait. Sam, now I can't we're gonna wait have to see a, what you got. Right? Now we're going to have a Sam so excited. Captain America film. So it's going to be... It's going to be good, interesting to see. But again, this this was really well done. Very, 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 very good series. Again, they're two for two right now. Um, Which one did you like more? I liked WandaVision more okay. just because I thought it was. It, it explained her character more to me for people. Like, I think that's what I wanted to see, wanted to get, wanted to know where they were going, the storyline they were choosing. And I felt that did better. I felt like I kind of knew what was going to happen with most of Falcon and Winter Soldier. I felt like I could have written that myself <laughs> and gotten that to the same part. So, um, but yeah, again, they're in good shape. Loki's next. I love Hiddleston. I am role. not excited for that. So, I mean, I'm just not like a Thor guy. So like, I'm not really, I mean, I'll catch that one, but that's not like must viewing for me. Well, I just like Hiddleston in the role. So, he, oh, he's great. I mean, I like him in everything. So, yeah. like, I mean, I watched those things because of him. But uh, so that will be for me. Oh, that's coming next for them. I believe it's coming in June. So it's coming soon. So the next one we're going to discuss is one that I kind of watched because everyone said it was really good, and then I wound up watching it and like couldn't miss every week. I had to sit, watch it every week. Of course, I'm talking about Invincible. Yeah, um, buddy. That. That was one of the most live action animated, if I could say that, live action animated shows I've ever watched. Like, I felt like I was watching real people. Um, it was so good. Not animated. I mean, the voice is cast is ridiculously good on it. Um, It's just a really, really awesome show. And the finale, man. Yeah. 
right? Like it really, really just really good misdirection, leaning in one way, taking another, and just it's just fun and it's distracting with other things. And it's so well written, and you just really care about these characters. And you, there's a lot of emotion. You get shocked and you get surprised, and you know you're happy or sad. And I was like, oh wow, this is so good. And I didn't know this was like based on anything to begin with. I miss out on all the Kirk. I missed out on Walking. I read all these damn comic books, <laughs> but I miss out on all this Kirkman stuff. Like I missed out on Invincible. I missed out on Walking Dead. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Like Kirkman's great, and I got checking this out, and Nico and Zeddy were like, "Dude, you got to check this out. You got to watch Vincible." I was like, "I don't know what the hell this is about." And then like I started watching it, and then I I sent a, te- a text in the thread, and I was like, "Dude, guys, you guys watching Invincible?" And Eric's like, "Me and Garrett have been talking about this for like three weeks now." I'm like, I'm like, "Oh." Like, hey, guess who just joined? Like, are you in the same checks group? Because we've literally nope. been talking about this for. Nope, but uh, finally got into it. Loved every minute of it. Uh, can't wait for season two and just and three. They got announced yeah, for two. I, well, I got to get through two first, so I can't wait for season two. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean that um, it's yeah. weird that you get a, a you know two season follow up. Hey, I'm just the confidence two. they have. They, they I did. think they know. You know, they have source material, and I think Kirkman is going to do what he did with Walking Dead and Walking Dead. Like I know Eric. I know Eric claims Walking Dead isn't good anymore, but it's been around for like t- over over a decade. So you know, well, even people Kirkman. now who still watch it tell me it's not good anymore. So <laughs> I, I I actually like I'm I gotta wait for I'm I missed it, so I have to wait for the season on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But um, I caught up and uh, I was really into it. It's like oh wow, I was like I was like it's not gr- as great as it used to and be, and there was like there's definitely like a down point, but I was like. I was like, no, I'm like, this show still. I think I was like, man, this show still got it. This show still got it. Walking Dead still got it. If you say so. It got got really redundant for me. That's why I stopped watching. Yeah, it. Uh, but, Aquaman over here. But but we're getting a Rick Grimes movie from it, right? So that's hopefully cool. I'm dying to find out what happens to Ricky. I'm supposed to get a Rick. Rick and Joe. Rick and Joe. Shout out to Rick. Shout out to Rick. Congratulations to Rick. Yes, congratulations. And uh, your new wife, uh, many, many years. Chen Dunn. Yes. Good luck. Many, many years of health and happiness. Yes. To you, brother, and to your new wife. So, all right. Congrats. With loving and ever loving hearts. Okay. So, let's let we'll, we'll, we will rapid fire through the rest of this stuff because I think we can do it really fast. So the first thing, the first thing that we'll discuss is the Venom Two trailer that came out. So, oh, you want to rapid fire through this? I thought <laughs> this was going to be the main event. Okay. Well, this stuff we can. I mean, this one we could kind of talk fast, talk through really quickly. I don't think there's too much to say about it. Um, but what did you think, Pete? I'm ready to go. Let's do it, baby. Come on. This looks like fun. The story looks horrible, but it's like, it's Woody Harrelson. <laughs> they fixed his haircut, but I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I kind of dug, I thought the music in the trailer was bad. I didn't dig it. I know what they were trying to do. I didn't like it, but I liked watching Venom just wreak havoc. And then he's like, oh, I gotta deal with this stupid thing. You know? So I, I dug that. And I, 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 I'm sure it's a, it's a basic superhero movie. I feel like it's going to, I let, I dude, I surprisingly really enjoy Venom one. Like I really do like Venom One. It's like I, I I think it's really a good time. Um, it's almost like dated in a way where I feel like it it is like a, a '90s super yes. or early 2000s superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Just because like the connections to Spider Man that aren't there but are there, right? You know, it's it's weird. Um, so I'm interested to see where it goes and just how it connects, with, especially with Keaton and Morbius, where Morbius connects to so whatever this Sony universe of Spider Man Marvel characters is, whatever the hell they want to call it. Um. I'm excited to see. Like, I don't know. It's Woody Harrelson basically being natural born killer. Con- I don't know. Like, let's like let's see this. I just I'm excited. Like, I know you're. I know you're going to hit me with the typical Eric lines of the acting and the writing. It's not good. And when I did Summer Stock in the summer of '58, <laughs> it's like uh, yeah, like, whatever. Jesus. <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, no, like, I don't. The acting uh, doesn't bother me. Halls went over here. Like I just like. I don't know. Like, I'm just excited. I'm going to have fun with it. This is not an acting thing where I'll complain about the acting. I mean, the first movie had <laughs> Michelle Williams in it, who's won an Oscar. She was like, great. I loved her. Yeah. <laughs> I love Tom Hardy. Like, this is not, Hardy's a, fantastic. It's not an yeah. acting thing for me with this. It's clearly the writing for these these two movies. Um, oh. I did like the symbiote, symbiote, though. So I do like him in this, too. Um, mm. I felt like they doubled down on it in the trailer. You see a lot of the humor that he had and. 
he's you know, an oddball for right. sure. So I did, I did like that. I feel like they, um, you know, they really went to that because I feel like that's what people liked in the first one. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do a trailer about the second one, you might as well lean on the things. Showcase uh, it. Yeah. That worked right. Uh, the Carnage stuff was cool. Um, I love Woody Harrelson, so I'm hoping that this yeah, works. Like, yes, of course. It's uh, Woody. So I'm hoping it works. I, obviously, I'm going to see it. I'm not I do think Carnage could be have been maybe rendered or he's not finished yet. It, it looked a little premature. I like what they were doing. I hope it just be, I hope maybe it looks a little sharper and pops more. Right. I just felt like it wasn't done. And that's fine because like I'm sure it'll look better by the time the movie comes out. And I like, like I said, I like what they were doing. So like I'm I'm excited to see this. Like I'm excited. Watching Venom fight Riot at the end of the first movie just get, gets me excited to see Venom and Carnage and that dynamic. And it's, you know, it's Cletus Cassidy, who is like, you know, sideshow Bob evil. You know, it's like, right. he, it's it's that kind of like weird, crazy, like obsessive, like want to kill, you know. I, I, I'm i just, I'm very excited. I, I, we you know, know, Pete, we know, you know you want all of this to work because eventually you want Spider-Man back in this universe. Well, you, you know, well, I don't care who is Spider-Man <laughs> in this universe. I, I would like just like Ace, it could be a new Spider-Man. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just so surprised at how much I'm kind of excited for this weird Spider-Man list Sony universe. Like I really liked Venom. I'm excited to see what they do for Morbius just because yeah, I'm curious. Too. Like, you know, like Morbius doesn't necessarily need to have Spider-Man in the movie, which is kind of an interesting take. So like, I'm excited and like, I, it's just weird. Like, you you would think like me of all people would be like Mr. Nitpicky, but no, Venom comes from space and he comes from Peter and then the this and the yep, that and yep, Mary Jane yep. gets upset and it just, you know, like, but it's like, I'm not, I'm like, I kind of liked it. It was just stupid fun. And I, I, that's what I enjoy about it. I think, well, but I think obviously I think the plan is to try and get to a sinister stick, sinister six again, uh, which was the original plan when they did the Garfield, the amazing Spider-Man series. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that that's, this is going to lead to that. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, I really, the Morbius trailer, I was really interested to see. I want to see what else they do with, obviously with Vulture now and Scorpion, how they bring all, all those characters in, um, and see Electro. what they do. Yeah. Electro, which we know Fox is back. So how many right? is that? You got Morbius, you got Scorpion, Vulture, Venom, Electro. That's five. Who's the sixth? Well, Octopus? Rhino. Rhino? Rhino. Well, maybe no, but probably Doc Ock. Doctor Octopus is one of the Simpsons, yeah. Oh, he's in. He's in. So we'll see. Okay, so I'd be down for that. We'll see. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. But as you said, we know that the third MCU Spider-Man film, which comes out in December, mm-hmm. is supposed to be the last of the direct MCU ones. So I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. It's going to be interesting to see how all these other things tie in. But let's see what happens next, yeah. baby. I will definitely go see Venom too. I just the trailer was just kind of. Uh, okay God. more of the same so we'll see what happens Cisco and Holzman <laughs> all right so we also got Marvel also reduced a, uh, sorry released a little sizzle reel about the future of phase four and all the other or phase five whatever I forget which phase we're in um, oh, I know what you're excited about all, all the future lines coming up and we got insight into many of the features that are coming up in the future. One of the things that we did get um, a title for was Black Panther, which we will have, it's going to be called Black Panther Wakanda forever. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's cool. As we know, they are not recasting, at least right now, they're not recasting T'Challa. So it's going to be a bunch of other storylines introducing new characters into the world of Wakanda. Um, So we finally got that, but the sizzle reel also had a couple of other things involved. One of the things that I wanted to discuss specifically with you was at the very end, we got a Fantastic Four logo. Um, and I know you are very, very into the Fantastic Four. That's not what I want to talk about. We'll get to that part. You but know what I, I want to talk about, baby. We will get to that part. We will yeah. go there. Yeah, we, oh yeah. But Fantastic oh, Four. Yeah. Here we go. This is Fantastic Four. Go ahead. Oh, I'm pumped. I love the, I love the FF. Like I'm 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 excited. I can't wait to see what they. Uh... Were you excited to finally see it acknowledge that it's something that they're going to be working on? Like that's clearly yeah. what. Oh, that totally. Was there for. You know, like you know, like any X Men fan would feel if, when they see that logo, and you know, I'm sure they will see that logo soon. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm excited to see what they do with the FF and th- their take on it, and 
you know, uh, I believe it is still Watts directing. So whoever he decides to cast as a role, uh, you know, um, of the four and maybe some Doom. I, I'd be, I don't know if you're going to see Doom. I don't know if they want to do Doom just yeah, yet. Yeah, he's been um, done a couple times. So yeah, so um, yeah, I, I just I love the FF. Um, I would love to see the Silver Surfer and Galactus and everything, and I think it'd be a real cool thing uh, to explore. Maybe the coming of Galactus. All right, the second thing I want to highlight, we'll get to the one you want to talk about last, but the second thing I want to highlight mm-hmm. is we got a little bit of, we got some clips from the Eternals movie. Um, Chloe Zhao, who obviously just mm-hmm. won the um, mm-hmm. Oscar for Best Director for Nomadland, she's directed, mm-hmm. she directed mm-hmm. the Eternals. Yeah. Um, that's going to be coming out. It's Elangelina Jolie, Gemma Chan. Um, so we got some cool, cool clips from that. So we have a little bit more insight into what that's going to do. And yes, Pete, we got a title for... Captain Marvel 2 as well. Eric's favorite MCU film gets this, a sequel, baby. <laughs> it's not my favorite MCU film. Yes, it is. Stop <laughs> lying. It's your favorite. But, but she will not be alone in the follow-up. It is going to be called Double The Marvels, up. and we will be getting Miss Marvel in this as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, it was funny that the reaction a lot of people have was like, oh, they're doing it because she can't carry the film her on her own. I was like, whatever. And Eric was like, <laughs> no, Larson, stand, stand up. I was just back. like, hashtag Captain Marvel rocks. Okay. Didn't do any of that. Yes, you but, did. No, You're didn't. the leader of the movement. But I did think that that was the first reaction people had. So it was kind of funny. Anyway, um, there's obviously their phase four slate they plan things out so well. Like it's crazy that, I mean, you had insight, you had sight, um, clips from Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness, um, love and thunder, like Ant-Man and wasp quantum mania. I'm excited for love and thunder because I, I didn't like Ragnarok. So I'm kind of hoping they can win me back because I, I love Thor one Thor two is kind of boring. And I don't like Thor three just cause I think it's too stupid. That's just my take. So I'm really hoping they can win me back with this one. I liked a lot of the things in, in Ragnarok. I did not like, obviously, we've talked about this, the the Hulk. So, um, but I loved, I'm a big, big Jeff Goldblum fan. I thought he was great. Uh, I thought Hela was a really good villain, a kind of an mm-hmm. overlooked one I agree. I agree. Um, in the MCU. I thought she was great. Kate mm-hmm. Blanchett, I mean, obviously, she's a tremendous actress. Man, she kicked ass. So, you know, those are the things that in that movie that worked, but I did not like making Hulk the butt of jokes. I I haven't, please, please. I'm talking about that for a long, long time. So, yeah. So we'll see. I do think it's going to be interesting because of course we're going to be getting a female Thor with Natalie Portman's character returning. Yeah. What is that going to be like? All right. That's going to be. I love Portman. So I'm excited for that. Right. So that's going to be interesting. But again, there's such a. Christian Bale's in it. It's going to be nuts, dude. Dude, bro. Crazy. There's such like, a I, Thor has me interested. Like I shouldn't be interested in this just because I just I've never been interested in Thor. But uh, you know, again, it's like, ooh, can you guys win me over or win me back? And just all the what ifs and all the questions and everybody who's in this. I'm like, all right, like uh, I'm curious. I will say one more thing because Black Widow, as we know, is leading this the beginning I of Phase about Four, that, dude. and that. I have seen so much of that film now. I really hope they have some new stuff to show when I go see the movie. Because nah, dude, this is it. This I is have it, seen bro. so much of that film in the in trailers. And I actually haven't. And- so I'm gonna. I'm actually going in pretty cold turkey to be so, honest with you. When's that come out, dude? I know you know. Next, you're, see the you're July MC Hold on, I'm a holic. July 9th. Okay. So yeah, oh, New so- Jersey will be open again, so I can go see it in a theater. Yeah, so it'll be open in, by June 1st, I believe. All of that stuff is cool. And again, like I said, they, they are a well-oiled machine. That doesn't mean all the movies will be good, as we know. Not all, but I know, We all know, far from home, far from good. <laughs> we all know, especially you have issues with some of them. I know that, but um, I didn't love far from home either. So it's not. Ah, please, that's not don't a, try to get on my team now. I'm not trying to be on your team. I, I know, just I didn't know what it. you're doing. You're playing both sides of the fence here. I'm not. I'm on to you. I would not do such things. I'm on to you, Holzman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. So Stargirl was renewed for a third season. That's pretty cool news. 
Yeah, man. And right, the first, second season hasn't even aired yet. I know. I love the first season. I keep telling you to catch up on it. I know. I have to. No, I have to. I wish you would watch it. It's it's a quick watch. It doesn't take long. I think it's a short season, but it's so good. Wilson's fantastic. I forget. What, I think it's Luke Wilson. Great in this show. Yes, Luke Wilson. Um, Breck Basinger. Great. Great cast is great. Yeah. You, you really like you, like watch. You should, you should watch it after the show tonight. I'm well, serious. I have Just time watch now. Like since, an episode or two. Since I I watched, well, this is a tangent. This wasn't going to be discussed, but I'll talk about it really quickly. What, what, I watched Jupiter's on? Legacy on Netflix. Is. It's another show at, adapted from a comic book. Um, this is like a show Nico would tell me to watch. <laughs> Probably. Like, All right, I'll check it out. Uh, Josh Demel's in it. Um, he's he? the lead character. Oh, I forget the name of the actress, but she, you'd know her when you see her. Like, you'll know her face. Um, okay. It's just it's good. I, I didn't love it. I think it's it moves really slow until you get to the point where it, where they're actually going, and then it really picks up. But um, it's good and it's fair. So definitely give it a watch. And everyone else out there, if you haven't watched um, Jupiter's Legacy, give it a watch and then comment on the podcast or comment on the Facebook page or on, shoot me up. Um, shoot me up. Oh my god, hit me up on Twitter. Shoot and, me uh, up. Jesus. <laughs> Hit me up on Twitter and uh, let me know what you thought of Jupiter's Legacy because it was it was it was good. It was not it wasn't great, but it was good. I I, I enjoyed most of it. So yeah, yeah. But Star Girl. So Pete, I will have to now that I have time, I will watch it. Yes, um, I'll watch another series. And you're gonna catch up on Batwoman, right? No, I'm not. I'm two weeks behind on Batwoman. Good. Just let it go now. Then save yourself. No, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Save I'm yourself from the future. At all my CW shows. Save yourself from the future. I watch. I try to support Bat Media. Okay, well, I'm glad you said that. I am glad you said that because we got news that Pennyworth might. And this be, is something I want to support. Actually, yes, they might be sharing season three between HBO Max and Epic. It's on Epics now, obviously. Um. It is, as you know, and as people know, if you're watching it, it is the prequel to the Alfred character that we got on Gotham. So it's the same showrunner, Bruno Heller. Um, But I can honestly say the writing is 20 times better. (laughs) I don't even know how to get epics. I want to watch this. And I'm really pumped that this may come to HBO Max because then I would binge the first two seasons. I I would love to really catch up on the show because you say it's good. It is. I'm curious because I was like, "Well, then what tells you?" It really is. I was, I was expecting it to be more like Gotham, and when I first watched it, I'm like, "All right, let's just see how this works," and I was pleasantly surprised. Like, it's not. Yeah, I want to check it out myself. So So, I'm excited. I hope it works out. I do. I would love. I I'd watch it on uh, on HBO Max for sure. I I don't know how to get Epics. Like, it's it's an app. Like, I don't. I don't. I think if you have Hulu or maybe it's Amazon Prime, you can watch some Epic stuff. Okay, I'll let you. I'm not sure. I, but uh, I, I, I'll have to check that out. I definitely want to watch it, though. I definitely do. And uh, it's something that's been on my list. And it's like I get bummed out because I'm like, oh, this is like the one show I can't watch because I feel like it's a hassle to watch it to begin with. <laughs> so. Well, no, I think obviously they're moving. Every, they seem to be moving all their titles to HBO Max, all the DC titles. So I think it, for continuity's sake, it'd be nice to have it there. Hey, and man, maybe HBO Max bring... makes everything. And maybe they'll bring the first two seasons on, and then you could watch it there. You don't have to worry about looking for it. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for. So, but yes, Pennyworth. If it does move to HBO Max, I also think it'll get many more viewers because Epic seems to be the place. Like if every time HBO Epic Max works, gets Pennyworth, I'd buy an "I Love HBO Max" T-shirt. Oh, stop! I'm being ridiculous. I would waxing poetic. I don't believe you. I will find one. I don't. Sorry, I don't. You're not believable on this one. <laughs> so, okay, switching gears a little bit. Uh, the Mummy has been made twice now, right? We had the '90s movies with Brendan Fraser. They were '90s. Or they were 2000s. I thought they were '90s, but I could be wrong. It's possible. Um. Then, of course, we had the 2017 reboot with Tom Cruise that everyone said was terrible. I still have not seen it. 
I have a, like a weird like I dug it, but like I didn't dig like the Avengers ripoff. It was weird. Like there are parts of it I do like. It's weird how that's like the only Tom Cruise movie who is that has bombed within like the last like twenty years. <laughs> it's that stupid movie. But Clive Barker, who has who obviously have people know from horror, um, the horror genre. Most of his stuff was done. On, he did a lot. He's done a lot of stage stuff as well. Um, he's still trying to get his version of it made. And he said that if he did it, it obviously would be much more of the macabre version of the mummy character. So we know with the Invisible Man doing so well. Love that movie. Right. And then um, after the mummy. So the Invisible, they did one bad one. Now they have a good one. Oh, the Wolfman's coming out. Dracula's supposed to be coming out. Is that the same Invisible Man that was supposed to be Johnny Depp, or did they change that script? I'm not sure. But I would assume it would be. I don't know Very why sure. they... I mean, what's her name? Elizabeth Moth was great, most great in it. Because I just so. imagine, because, like, I don't know, like, the mummy introduced, like, this whole, like, kind of, like, I don't know, like, Avengers thing, like, team-up aspects of, like... We're Monsters? Like, where like Doctor Jekyll was like Nick Fury. It was really like, check. No, I'm serious. Check it out because like I, 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 no, I'm dead serious. I believe you, which is and why they I'm had laughing. like the round table and he introduced himself. And I was like, I was like, what is this? But it was like the mummy itself. Like the mummy stuff, I thought was cool. It was just everything surrounding it was just bad. It was just so it was like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, that's actually a good, that's a perfect way of yeah. describing it. Actually, it's better than Avengers style. But um, cool. I was thinking like team up. But yeah, it's like it's like. Dude, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is better than that. Like, you know, I like, actually enjoy that movie, so I'm not. I I dig it too. Like, I don't mind it. It sucks, but whatever. But like, um, no. But like, I don't know. Like, it's cool. There's some cool action scenes, and there's a cool underwater scene. The mummies sometimes can be zombie like, but uh, I check it out. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Okay, maybe I will. I don't know. I'm not again. What else do you have else to do? Tom Cruise, a little bit of Tom Cruise sometimes goes a long way with me. So, oh god, what an elitist! I don't like Tom Cruise. His action movies. I didn't say I didn't like, like him. I've been like Tom Cruise since Risky Business, Eric Holzman, <laughs> The Gotham Gazette. <laughs> what? All right. What are you talking about? Anyway, let's end with this one because it's something near and dear to my heart, and I was like a little seven-year-old when I got when I saw these pictures this week. Um, so Kevin Smith redid, was doing a Master of the Universe cartoon for Netflix, right? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he released some stills and some photos from the the show. And I literally was staring at these pictures and I looked at them like 30 times. How pumped were you? And I was really, really pumped. Like, Good. I it's called Master of the Universe Revelation. It's the mm-hmm. first he- new He-Man thing we've gotten in a really long time. Um. The animation looks so good. This is Netflix? Yes. Uh, the voice cast has Mark Hamill back as Skeletor. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. So, we have him. Sarah Michelle Geller from Buffy fame. No way. Yes, yeah, she's the voice of Tila. Okay. Um, okay. Lena Headey from Game of Thrones is Evil Lynn. Like, the, the voice cast is really good. You have Liam Cunningham, mm-hmm. Stephen Root, Diedrich Bader, Henry Rollins, Alicia Silverstone, Justin Long. Yeah. Like wow. all these great, great you actors. You say Justin Long? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So also another Batman um, alum, Kevin Conroy, mm. will also be in it. Who's he playing? It doesn't say who, but he will also have a, a voice role in this. So I just... I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with Kevin Smith. There's a lot of things. I like him. I like a lot of his work. But some of his opinions, I'm like, you're just kissing up to who's ever the hot name at the time or whoever the director is or whoever the... Mm. <laughs> I feel like he does that a lot. Um, so this, I'm so looking forward to. Guys, if you haven't seen the pictures, I'm sure if you're He-Man fans, you have. Um, as Pete mentioned, Garrett before, Garrett Grev and I both are very big He-Man fans. And we were talking about it. We are going to be doing a show uh based on he met in the master this new show uh, the master of the universe revelation show he me him and i believe javi from batman film as well um will be joining us on the show so looking forward to that looking forward to this pete i know he man was a little before your time um 
but uh, I'll check it out. Uh, you know, I'll put it on the to do list. Uh, I, I really don't know too much about him, to be really honest with you. Well, that's a good thing because they're kind of focusing on the origin of it, the character, and the origin story of the whole thing. Um, you all, there are there's a comic book series if you wanted to go that route and start reading on some of the comics. Yeah, who published it? So, hmm? do you know who published it? Uh, I know Mar. I think Marvel did some. Okay. Did a series of it, but it's they used the toys used to come with these little comic okay. inserts, these small little comic books. Yeah, I never had any He-Man toys. Like, so I don't know. Like I just, I just missed He-Man. Like I, it was just like one of those things I just missed out on. I like, yeah, like I obviously it started in eighty three, I think, or eighty four. So I was very young, and it was my first thing I remember liking outside of Superman and Star Wars was He-Man. Really? Um, so that was that, and then like for you guys. When Ninja Turtles came out, that was kind of, I was starting to get a little older for that. Okay. So that's kind of like my Ninja Turtles. Love that's kind of like I like them, and I I still like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I was kind of getting older at that time, and not as interested in that stuff at the mm-hmm. at that mm-hmm. time. So mm-hmm. it's kind of how I would say, like the difference between He Man for me is kind of like that. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, uh, but I'll check it out. Yeah, I mean, I know you Garrett a pump for it, so we'll see. We'll see. What, we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I'm definitely, this was, this made, that news made my week because I was literally, I was, I was well, having a What's week. his name? Uh, bailed on the live action movie. At least you got this, right? Right. Yeah. Last show. That's the last, one of the things we discussed in the last show is that Noah Centineo wasn't doing it and it was kind of, the project's kind of in the air. So the fact that I got this was kind of awesome. And it made me buy those cars, which I sent you guys a picture of. <laughs> the, the Hot Wheels. Dude, uh, Hot Wheels are great. They're cute yeah. little collectibles. So I, I bought four of the five. I just need the Tila car now. Nice. So if Do anyone it. knows where to see the Tila car, shoot me again. Hit me Eric, up on Twitter. Sounds like Eric's going to be hunting on eBay in no time. <laughs> let me know. Let me know where I can get it because uh, I haven't seen it in a couple places I've looked. So, All right. Well, we hit everything, I think. Yeah. I think uh, I think this is uh, as they would say a dead soldier. Yeah, we we got we got a lot of the stuff. It was a long list of things, but we we condensed and we discussed it as fast as we could. Get you guys to stay within our our self mandated hour time frame. <laughs> so that's we try give you guys just an hour, so you don't lose interest. So the commuter podcast yes. company. That's uh, how we look at it. All right, man. So tell them about other projects you have going on, other things you've got. Well, you could follow me on social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Zack Snyder's favorite Vero at Pete Illustrated. You could follow my uh, Italian exploits at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. It is an upcoming podcast that I will be uh, doing with the Caruso brothers. <laughs> brothers? Sausage meatball. Yeah, the Caruso brothers. Hey, the Caruso brothers. The Caruso brothers. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're going to do that. Uh, check out uh, at Team Yellow Oval on Twitter, uh, where I'm trying to convince Andy Muccietti to make sure the Yellow Oval stays on Keaton's bat suit for the Flash film. I think so far we are in uh, the lead in negotiations. Uh, make sure you check out Batman on Film for all of my various reviews of Man Bat and Detective Comics and Dark Detective. Check out Batman on Film YouTube for my toy reviews. I got McFarlane toys. I got DC Multiverse toys. I got bookends. I got interviews with Tara Strong and Kevin Conroy and Michael Uslin and all these other great uh, things from Comic Cons of past when we can have cons. So check those out on Batman on Film YouTube and check out Batman on Film Proper.com. And now I'm going to hand it off to the greatest of the great, the great Long Islander, Eric Q. Holzman. Q? Did you say Q? (laughs) Yes, because Q's for Quincy because your parents were big fans of the Mr. Magoo television show. So you what about you the Q, named after, What about the Quincy Medical Show? There used to be a show. No, well, you were named after Mr. Magoo. Ah, okay. Yes. Um, Eric Quincy Holzman. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so you guys know you can follow me on Twitter at finally33, spell finale33. Same on Instagram. You can check me out there as well, where I usually post my food pictures, anything I cook or make. Yummy. So if you guys you know, are li- thinking of something to eat that night, you want to check out my Instagram page and maybe you can grab an idea <laughs> idea for me there. Hit me up. I'll give you the, the recipe right then and there so you don't have to worry about it. 
Um, When's your first crawfish boil? I don't do those. That's your thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can also check out us on Facebook. We have a group, Facebook group and our Facebook show page. The show page is, is the place where the podcast gets posted immediately. Once I post it, it goes right there. The group is for you guys to interact with us. Uh, definitely want to start doing more with it. Um, Pete, we got to start putting more content there. You do a better job of it than I do. hundred percent. Not even a lie. Uh, so definitely check us out there. Um, <clears throat> look forward to again, the He-Man podcast that we will be doing. That will be doing once the master of the universe show comes out. So that's nice. coming up in the future. We will definitely be, handling that i have some sports things i'm considering doing in the works as well i'm working on our website um there's a bunch of things i have working that i'm trying to get up to have to let you guys interact with us in don't other you ways. have a meeting with lavar ball this weekend lavar ball yeah why would he have lavar, LeVar ball? i don't know I, I, I thought i saw that in the email that you what? sent out for the production notes i i, I, I could be wrong why would he? Why? What? I thought maybe, maybe. we're getting Lonzo to we're getting Lonzo to create a shoe for us. We're gonna have the, the SOG, <laughs> the SOG fifty five. <laughs> I would love it if Lavar ever comes across this and he wants to do that and give us a little money in the process for for licensing. I would not be that. I would not be bad. Uh, hit us up. But yeah, guys, <clears throat> there's a lot of content we have coming up. A lot of stuff we have coming for you. Uh, and obviously Pete's podcast, he talked about the the Italians for Spidey, which I love. I think that's great. I can't wait. Which is actually you inspired. Yes, I inspired it because I argue with them about MC Spider-Man. <laughs> so we created a Twitter <laughs> handle to argue with you, and then it became a podcast. So yeah, hopefully so, we get that recorded this week. Yeah, Wednesday. lots of stuff coming, lots, lots of greatness. Um I have a little bit more time now that I can work on some stuff too, so that should be interesting. So definitely check out all the things we just mentioned. Check us out Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vero for Pete. We're everywhere. Anything else, brother? I think that's it. All right. So for Peter Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. This is Straight Out of Gotham, and we'll see you next time. Booyah!